Listen, actually, um, I'm here to see you, if I might. Such a thing, such a thing. Shall we go on the You know, Larry, uh, the way we handle ourselves in this situation is so important. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Judith told me that she broke the news to you, and she said that you were very adult. Did she? Absolutely. The respect she has for you. Yes? Do you drink wine? Because this is an incredible bottle. This is not Morgan David, Larry. This is a, a wine. A Bordeaux. You know, Sai. Open it. Let it breathe. Ten minutes. Letting it breathe. So important. Thanks, Sai. But I, I'm... Listen, I'm not... I insist, Larry. There's no cause for discomfort. I'd be uncomfortable if you didn't take it. Mm. Larry, listen. These are signs. Tokens, Larry. I'm just... I'm not ungrateful. I just don't know a lot about wine. And given okay. our... Respective... It's okay. Larry, we're gonna be fine. Try to make me feel like I need them all. I saw you later signing at an end store. The whole shit was see through. He couldn't draw a crowd with a paintbrush and an easel. Stay tuned for the sequel. And if we meet in public, we'll be none of that PC shit. Like, nice to meet you. I speak with no prejudice. Start kissing asses in my blood type. Oh, negative. You can bet it is a style that's embedded in the streets as a prime factor. Put the smash on y'all like middle linebackers. Come on. Nigga, take your back talk for the chiropractor. You fuckers know just what I'm after. Come on, man. Everybody wanna walk like, talk like, fuck around, get etched out and chalk like. Down south, home boy, we do it all night. Now tell me what you really know about this raw life. Everybody gonna walk. I mean, isn't that what the podcast is inherently? I mean, yeah, that's, that's, just, yeah, that's just this right. Funny. This this will be funny for two people. <laughs> so, yeah, this works. So, hi and welcome to the Unnamed Movie Podcast. This is Andrew. This is Damien. I guess we now have three people. Yeah. No, when I said two people, I meant you and Douglas. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I knew, inclusive. I, I knew okay. why it was funny. I'm actually, so here's why I'm laughing. And I'm laughing kind of adjacent to why it's funny. I know it must be funny because clearly this is a song that Damien put in as his review of the movie, right? Right. So I then went to his um, letterbox page because I want to like see, because I clearly didn't see it, right? And I wanted to see mm-hmm. it. Um, and up pops his profile where his profile says option one westerns option two crying movies and i just died (laughs) that's what it was that's really what it was (laughs) yep so hold on i'm confused where where does anime go into those options crying is it a western is it a western I've only provided you two options. Right, so the ones that are (laughs) Westerns fall into the Western bucket. (laughs) And everything else is crying. (laughs) Cowboy Bebop, Western. Everything else, Dragon Ball Z, might as well be a Western. (laughs) Hinamatsuri, Western. do Do you have any other examples? What is, tri- you know, is Trigon a crying movie? Uh, Trigon is a crying movie. <laughs> it should be a western, but it's bad. 
<laughs> so it's a crack movie. I'm so sad at how yeah. bad that show is. Yeah. I still I haven't mean, gone back to it yet. Oh. I plan to. I, keep I just finished rewatching Debop. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw you go crazy on Twitter about it. I I was so happy to do that one when I did that one, and that's what what made me say I'll do Trigon as well because I watched mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop and loved it. Then I watched Trigon and I was like, oh boy, Young Douglas does not know what chief. he's doing. Like in my <laughs> head, in my head, like before I go back to it, in my head, my my imagination of Trigon is that it was definitely more silly than Bebop. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Right, like it was definitely not taking itself seriously, um, right? Mm. But I think where it fell down is that it, it falls into all of the regular anime problems that I see now as an adult, which is that, like, you know, they kind of have to give like story resolutions to these people that you don't really care that much about, um, and characters are just kind of random like even the, the female characters my memory of them is like they're just women like there's nothing really special about <laughs> them just women. Yeah. <laughs> right like they, they just went like oh what is their character it's a woman that's it right <laughs> um they did, Pretty much. like the the show is like yeah. try vash is the only person <laughs> you care about um and then i think yeah. there's a point if i remember where like late in the se- late in the series where it goes fully sci-fi Mm-hmm. and like it's just yeah. a jump right <laughs> but in my head everything is still beautiful right now yeah in your head the first four episodes where he's just he just shows up out of nowhere and he's smoking fools you're just like yeah that was fun but it's 20 something episodes and the last the back half is not fun it's not good actively yeah. bad i <laughs> <laughs> That's probably it. Anyways, Anyways. moving right along. This week we are here. (laughs) We're here. Unfortunately, the the 2020 actually I'll call it 2021 film because of course the 2020 here is written down for festival dates. This is a 2021 movie, um, directed by Emma Emma Seligman um, in her feature-length directorial debut, the film Shiva Baby females, particularly um, female entrepreneurs. Cool. In the future. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Awesome. Danielle! Danielle! Please, Sonia! More is here, and our daughter Stephanie. Jessica. Whatever. You should really talk to her, you know? No. It's just a job. Hi! Hi, Hi Mom. I'm so sorry for your loss. No funny business with Maya. Thank you. You think everyone that's by is experimenting? You have zero gaydar. Excuse me, kid. So yes, Shiva Baby. Um, the film is about a young girl, um, young girl by the name of Maya, who... Nope. Am I mixing up names? I'm mixing nope. up names. Mm-hmm. Um, Danielle. Danielle right? <laughs> it's sad um, that I, the one that never knows the names, is the one who's like, Andrew, you got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danielle, who is attending a Jewish funeral service runs into her sugar daddy and has awkward situations as she must navigate life and the tensions of not letting her secrets out, along with all the other family nonsense that's going on at the time. Um, she is a individual with not much going on. She looks like she's going to university or having <laughs> trouble with university. And her family continues to think that 
something will turn around while she's enjoying her sugar baby life. Um, is it sugar baby? Is that what you would call the other end yes. of the contract? I believe that's yes. what some folks call them. But I would yes. like to um, propose that we mm -hmm. adjust the nomenclature for sugar daddy. I think it's 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 a little bit, you know, it, it doesn't quite work. Um, okay. How about we, we adjust it to something along the lines of, say, I don't know, uh, sweet papa. <laughs> Douglas, do you have something to tell no. us? <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and vote no to Douglas's motion. <laughs> so I don't know why that came in my head. Maybe it's because I saw something on Twitter a few weeks back um, when something happened in England and thought to myself, no, this, this is a joke. This is somebody making fun of royal people. Mm -hmm. Then I found a YouTube video of him 100% saying it um, when Prince Charles was talking about um, Prince mm -hmm. Philip that, uh, passing. And he was talking about, oh, yes, my sweet papa has... He, he actually mm -hmm. said that. And for some reason yeah. in my mind, I was just like, that's just a, a, a weird way to, to speak about somebody publicly. And it stuck with me. Yeah, especially your father. <laughs> like that is <laughs> It's not okay. So yeah, Shiva Baby. Um this is a comedy. This is a movie which plays itself it on the ridiculous well, we, we need Damien's definition of comedy, which is, you know, he has a, he has a laugh meter in his house, which kind of mm -hmm. records him as he's watching a movie. And then he decides if it's a Western or a crying movie. Right. Um, that's 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 what I believe Damien is 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 yeah. talking about here. Like, there's Pretty nothing much. else I, I mean, can think I about. I mean, here. Andrew, think about it. The truth is. Any movie that Damien likes is a Western. Right. I could I could buy that logic. So, right. um, Kings of Comedy, for example, is a western. <laughs> Why? Because Damien likes it. Simple as that. Do you have any comment at this, Damien? Uh, that sounds right. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, this is a comedy. I will continue on that sentence, and Damien can correct me later. Um. <laughs> um the movie plays itself on the tensions of our character, um, our main character, Daniel, um, trying to make sure that no one finds out about her ridiculousness, especially when she realizes who is at this funeral. Like, it's one thing where she's spending the time being like, oh, I'm going to go to another funeral and my, my parents are ridiculous and I can't stand them, which is kind of what I thought this movie was going to go for. And a, a few family hijinks um the <laughs> the 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 part that the the part that this movie then leans on is when she realizes the gentleman who we meet at the beginning of the movie her sugar daddy um also appears at the funeral with his whole family and they she's like concerned about secrets coming out and the movie plays on just the tension of how how we move from person to person how interactions change how family members continue to be like you've you've lost weight um and people continue to ask what's going on in your life and she continues to lie about having how many interviews for law school or um things that are going on 
and she interacts with her ex-girlfriend who is a whole other thing the the movie is one of these frenetic frenetic comedy drama-esque movies in which we are constantly wondering what is the next thing she's panicking about and we are laughing at seeing everything crumble as things get worse and worse from scene to scene um so it plays on both edges edges of that knife and it is it's kind of a joy like i feel i feel like if i was talking to this movie i probably I, I think I'm rating it a little higher, if and only because it's a it's a first time film, right? Where like I'd expect someone to not be this good. This movie is probably this movie is probably like a solid a solid outing, right? As opposed to being like, all right, this should be in a this should be a top ten movie of the year kind of conversation. Um, but at the same time, I'm like conflating it a little bit because I'm like I don't expect someone to have it this good in how they play with just that concept of moving from tension to comedy, constantly moving back and forth in this 90-minute run. Not even 90 minutes. This is like less than 90 minutes. It's like an hour, hour and 17 is what MBB is telling me. Um, Runtime that this movie is. Really? And yeah, it's... This Ooh. movie isn't even 80 minutes. All right. right? I need to add something to my notes. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> right. Um, and if it felt longer, it meant that you were stressed with her, which is good. <laughs> You were like, oh my God, please don't find out. <laughs> um, it's like, I fell in love with this movie in, in really good ways this last two weeks. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing you guys hate this movie. So let's, move, okay. let's get it over with. Cool. So um, I, I want to go and I would like to condemn Andrew Robinson for liking this movie. Um, and it really, it really shows the difference between me and Damien and Andrew in terms of how we view movies. Now, I'm going to show an image just so that you two can see, and then we'll talk about it for the, the, the podcast listener out there. Hi, Ryan. Um, <laughs> now, gentlemen. Yes. Yes. This is the same movie. I just want to let you know. This no, is the same movie. That's a good same movie. <laughs> I am showing exactly. No, no, no. You and I are on the same page, you know. But I'm just I'm just talking about the framework. Um, there is a movie that came out, I believe, in 2018 that me and Damien adore and Andrew despises. And it goes by the name of The Party. I've right? forgotten everything about this movie at this point right now. <laughs> well, I'm about to remind you that uh -huh. that movie is Shiva Baby. It's the same exact thing. It is a, build, a building of tension. It actually is even an extremely short movie as well. It is less than an hour and a half. Um, it, it is a building of tension in, tight, in a tight space, a party, actually an even smaller um, gathering of, of um, maybe like eight people, like all together um, at a dinner party. And things get elevated slowly but surely and they come to a, a, a boil at the end of the movie, right? And it is exactly the same sort of thing where the point of the film is to make you tense. It is to, to build that tension. But here is where the party differs and in my opinion elevates itself 
from or than this movie, right? The party also realizes that um, I would like some entertainment, please. <laughs> or not really entertainment, but it, it, it is a little lighter in the sense that the, the um, tension is done for humorous purposes, or there is at least quite a bit of humor in the tension that it builds, right? And you can simultaneously feel that tension while appreciating and laughing out loud at the ridiculousness of, of how tense and how, how, how kind of just crazy, for lack of a better word, these people are, right? In Shiva Baby, this is now much more of a drama, much more of a I am cinema than the party. And that just is the epitome, the personification of the divide between, uh, the divide of Tom, the Tom divide between Andrew and everyone who is right on the podcast. Um, so what I will say for this movie uh, before I talk about before I talk about the things that like kind of uh, jumped out at me while I watched it, is that I will have to begrudgingly accept that I think this is actually a good movie. I did not enjoy myself watching this movie. I um, didn't appreciate the just the the super levels of. Of, of, of tension that, that this movie, the cringe tension that this, this movie gave. It's way more unwatchable than The Party. Um, and it's harder. Like, like, there's so many moments where, and I know I'm sensitive to this, so, so it might just be me. Um, <laughs> kind of like, oh, there's some people who can't watch horror movies. I'm not saying I can't watch movies like this, but it is difficult for me to do so. Definitely, like, in one sitting, right? Um, I will actually like feel the, the tension, the energy building up in me, and I will just subconsciously, I might not even realize it until I've done it, I will get up and like pace and walk around and like fidget and move around because I'm trying like not to feel the embarrassment or, the or whatever it is that is happening in the movie right. for this person. Um, and that's how I felt in this movie. And that's why for me, and I know that a part of it has to do with it being easier because of the, the humor and, 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 and stuff. But that's why for me, this is a lot more unwatchable than the party, which I love. Um, the, I will say something about this movie. Probably. So all the teams played hard. Um, direction, acting, all of it is great, right? Um, I think the saving grace for this movie, for me, the reason why I have to be like, you know what? If somebody asks me, I will say it is good, is the ending. Um, I won't say exactly what happens at the end, but there is a payoff um, that was, it really was quite good. Um, oh, that end, yeah, that yeah. end scene. <laughs> it, was, it was earned, um, and it literally releases all of the tension. And it does a thing that I love in movies where you immediately start to think about what happens next and what, what the rest of the story of all of these characters are, right? Um, and so I will, I will give the movie mad props for that. Uh, but people, 
if Andrew did not say to me not two minutes ago that this movie was not five hours long, I would not have be believed him. Says the sir that says I have to pause the movie and pace. Like I feel <laughs> that's that's completely an internal thing to you. Yeah, right? I know, right? Well, I didn't actually like, pause this movie, but I was like walking around and like like not <laughs> even not even like those movies we talk about where we're like, oh, this movie is so awful, I can't look at it. Like, why is my brain on this? And I'm just going to like not think about this. And it's dark now. Like, I think like you just got into the embarrassment of the yeah. character. Oh, definitely. Right? I definitely. Um, I'm not going to argue that. Wow, one bit. <laughs> um, but for that reason, it felt like a very long movie to me. I thought it was well. Not, so I honestly thought this movie was at least two two fifteen, like easily. But for you to two fifteen, wow! Yeah, for you to tell me it's like one fifteen, like damn, that is. I should have just like you know sat down and not even finished my popcorn. Like that's ridiculous. Um, but it also shows how effective the, um, the, the people behind it, the director, the writer, I think it's the same person, um, were in terms of doing what they wanted to do. Because clearly that is the point of this movie. This movie is cringe porn, do we want to call it? <laughs> right? That, that's, that's what, that's what it's, it's there for. And you know, so, oddly enough, what movie I thought about the most watching this, and first of all, before I say this out loud and irk Damien even further, um, mm -hmm. I think this other movie is like a far and a bones better than this. But in the, in, the, in the concept of like creating tension, even though this movie does it on a much smaller level than the film I'm about to mention, it reminded me a lot of Uncut Gems in that sense of just generating tension on the screen and generating just like watching this character just be crushed underneath all of the the anxiety that he's being brought around him. Right? I mean, I guess if your definition is tension is created, I suppose, but it feels so different. It's like saying, and I'm bringing in another Sandler movie here, it's like saying that it's similar to... to Punch Drunk Love, which it is in the sense that Punch Drunk Love also does this thing where throughout the movie it builds tension. You you um you see the the tension specifically on um Adam Sandler's character, but like I feel like they do it in such different ways that it doesn't even feel it feels like different countries to me. Weirdly enough, but but I mean I, I hear what you're saying, but it's just it's it's hard for me to make that connection. Um, but yeah, uh, the the I like Triple A's character. Um, and so just to say Triple A um, is Maya. Um, <laughs> I'm just calling her character name from the greatest movie ever made, uh, Booksmart. Um, right. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, and I remember looking it up and being like, I know her from somewhere yeah. and then seeing it was Booksmart, but I don't remember the character for, the character name from Booksmart. I've not I, watched it as much as you guys. I've seen it probably twice. Way too right? many times. <laughs> <laughs> Nicola, I mean, sorry, Andrew, the last time I watched that movie was probably two weeks ago. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of, that's one of those movies that I needed to get ASAP. <laughs> right? Um, and finally, something just interesting about this movie, even though, um, because I did some research after, just a little bit, um, that, that I, I thought was cool. And I know it's not the only, it's not like unique to this movie. A lot of movies are like this. 
But this was actually a short in 2018 that um, the director made. And funnily enough, the same person that played Daniel in that short is Daniel in this movie. So there is some continuity there. Um, I thought about watching Helps it. Helps to have friends. There you go. Thought about watching it and then decided against it because <laughs> um, as much as I have to admit this is technically a good movie, oh, uh, not for me. <laughs> you know, not that good a movie, right? You don't have no, to admit that No, 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 no. It's probably a very good movie. I just did not have myself a time <laughs> with it. <laughs> So, Damien, did you have any thoughts? Uh, oh, um, I, I, I looked at how many stars you have on your, yeah. your um, letterbox review. So I imagine right. you love this movie. And it got it, all the stars. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad someone likes this movie. This is probably the <laughs> kindest thing I can say about this. Um, I do not enjoy this movie. Like, at all. Uh, Douglas, I get the the cringy nature, so that um, you know that might have helped you to overlook uh, the vast amount of problems with this terrible, terrible movie. But uh, I, I I said this time and again, and Andrew uh, is irritated by it, but it doesn't make it any less true every time I say, it. Uh, for something to be funny, it has to be funny. <laughs> If you're going to call, if you're going to treat something as a comedy, at some point there needs to be something that is funny, and there is something funny, but it's at the end of the movie. And guess what happens when you watch an entire when you watch something for Andrew says an hour and a half. I'm not going to fact check that because I don't care enough to fact check this. <laughs> when you watch eighty something minutes of no jokes. And then at the end, there's something funny. The thing that happens at the end has to be so spectacularly funny for you to go, oh, this was just a long con. They're just like, oh, here, here's the setup. And we're, we're leading you down this path. But look, it's like a magic trick. At the end, you'll be laughing yeah. and we'd have won. And you go, all right. That's but literally that... <laughs> like half of Lars von Trier's filmography right there. You yeah. watch a movie and it's painful the whole way through. Ah. And you're just like, why? And then mm -hmm. the thing is just so mind-blowing. You're like, all right, fine. Yeah, you're just like, all right. <laughs> you, you've defeated me. I just have to accept that you, your game is better than my game. Uh, this is not. Lars von Trier, this is not. It's also not funny. It's not funny. She is in a, um, what did Douglas call it? Uh, sweet Papa. She's in a Sweet Papa <laughs> relationship. <laughs> sweet Papa. Or was it Dear Papa that he said? Well, I mean, like she, also, she also looks like she's in a Sweet Papa business. Like, it yes. looks like, yeah. like from yeah. like, like hey, Andrew, he's not the only one. If you're in the Sweet Papa business, then you're in business. <laughs> Yeah. you might have one client right now but you're that is the business you're in <laughs> call me call me naive okay i kind of assumed i kind of assumed the point of that business was just to need one of them no it's about money like all businesses it's about maximizing your earnings 
but you find the one that gives you enough money. That's not. And then that's, no, that's not confused. how it works. Right, cool. <laughs> you seem you seem confused about this entire business. Um, and she, so the movie starts out, and she's uh, you know spending time with this man. And the relationship is immediate. It immediately feels awkward, and then they solidify that by showing her, showing that you know, oh, she's taking cash for this. So you're like, all right, fine. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and meets her parents, and they go to this um, shiva thing, and then the awkwardness comes from the fact that you know the guy is there, but then. Nothing fun happens. Like, there's a lot of setup for fun things to have happened, for funny things to have happened. And I understand that's not what she's going for. She's going more for cringe. But it's not, I didn't find any of it. I didn't find her banter. I didn't find her, you know, running into like this weird ex-girlfriend thing i didn't find that in engaging and then there was a point where and this is towards the end she's like explaining why it is that she does these things and the explanation like if you're going to if if you want to make this funny then you cannot be then like giving some kind of genuine explanation as to like there's nothing about this that I consider for like the Coin Brothers have mastered how to make dark comedies. Like you've seen it time and time again, and there's there's something there that you can hang on to and go, oh, let us look at this ridiculous situation, and you're including that both you as a viewer should find this funny because we're not taking ourselves seriously and the director also finds it funny and is putting them in more and more ridiculous situations but none of those things doesn't happen and the characters themselves aren't out and out funny they're not weird enough or funny enough for me to like grab a hold like who am i supposed to be cheering for or feeling sad for or making fun or like what part of this am i supposed to derive humor from except from the awkwardness which i mean awkward situations are easy to contrive when you're writing them so where is i just did i don't see the thing that you see about this movie and douglas you said both teams played hard i think you're incorrect sir i think one person tried in this movie the lead character and everybody else was just in it for me. <laughs> Nobody else is out here putting in their best. <laughs> There's not a lot of good work being <laughs> being shown on the screen. One it thing is... I will say, right? I, I, I stand by both teams played hard, but I will say there were a couple of moments. Probably the biggest one was when I think they wanted her to be kind of drunk or tipsy where the movie did feel a little like um, whether it was relying on not enough budget or, um, or it was like early career sort of stuff. But 
generally, this movie was I, I thought it was um pretty well crafted from no listen, the uh, director did their job. I'm talking about the actors. I don't think that the performances in this were strong at all. Definitely like all right, think about the ex-girlfriend. Think about how she is dealing she with this situation. Name, she no, she doesn't. Name. She's second woman. No, her name is <laughs> Woman Trimble, number two. Right? <laughs> Abigail. <laughs> if you want to be um <laughs> it's, look, I I found myself in a movie that's runtime is what did Andrew say 15 minutes? For the entire 15 <laughs> minutes, I was looking at the clock. <laughs> Just like, I, <laughs> I need this then because I don't want to. And I have seen, and we'll get to this later, I threw away a lot of my time this week watching garbage. <laughs> Netflix put out some hot trash this week, and, I'm, and it's very upsetting. And even that, I'd rather waste my time watching that and again we'll get to it than watching this movie like this movie is just flat out not entertaining for me like there's no part of it that i can point to and go oh here's the thing that like andrew saying that he likes it is confusing because i don't know what it is like he just told me what he likes and i have already forgotten the things that he's but that's how bad the movie is <laughs> it's like oh i don't remember what did he say now this movie is what? No, that's impossible because this movie is bad. Uh, I was fully coming on here uh, expecting that Douglas would be in the FTM, on the FTM train with me. And it's weird to see Douglas be like, listen, I think this movie is probably good despite me not liking any part of this movie. And I guess so. <laughs> but, now, Andrew, I think this is a bad movie. I think it's a very, very un, unentertaining movie. Let me let me not say bad. <laughs> Let's get away from these words. Yeah. You let know, me stop this black and white thing. Yeah, entertaining, right. boring, uh, fun, abject failure. Let's not use those words. <laughs> Let's just say not Damon. It's yeah. a not Damon yeah, movie. This movie, right? but, oh, if... It is, it is the thing I'd least like to do in the future, be a producer for movies. Because if I handed someone 10, 20 million dollars and they gave me back this, they'd have to go and find me my money. <laughs> they'd have to find somebody to give me back my money. So, uh, yeah. I, uh, like, here's how bad this movie is. There, we have we've all seen the league. There's so many Shiva jokes in the league, and none of us have come here and given even yeah. a, like we made so, that joke when the movie was picked, and no one to this point has made any Shiva jokes. That is a bad sign for how good this movie is. That we can't have a, like I'm not even trying to make fun of how bad this movie is. It's just bad. <laughs> just come on here. It's like, boy, this ain't it, chief. And then we're moving on. <laughs> this is uh, sad. This is that's all I can say. This is sad. Because this movie is 
This movie is wonderful. I don't know why I have to defend this movie against you, you tyrants, you, you gatekeepers of nonsense. <laughs> um, but this movie is <laughs> speak to the speak to the PlayStation. Um, this movie is is just like I'm sorry, but when you see scenes of her being told pretending continuing to pretend she's a babysitter to get out of her troubles when you see the scene of her and the and the ex-girlfriend um i kind of you guys talk about douglas talks about triple a i kind of love how triple a is in this movie like the the sequel there's a scene where they're like behind glass where people can't hear them and people start talking and when they pop out of that like that's funny right i'm sorry um, I, I, I was laughing, right? That's, that's all I can say. If we're going by name is the, I laughed. <laughs> One um, thing I will say is I did not laugh once in this movie. Um, I, oh I agree with Damien that there were a number of setups. Uh, if they wanted to go down the funny road, they could have. Mm-hmm. And I can see how some, some people who don't, who also don't know what horror is, could say that this is a comedy but i don't believe that this is a comedy right i think that should I... be the next tomp shirt for those people who don't know what horror is yeah, could yeah. tell me this is a comedy, is a comedy. <laughs> um i i feel like this is a drama like sure just like any other drama there are it's, it's like when me and damon watch prometheus right <laughs> we in our head can see a good movie. We see the setups for a good movie, but that's in our head. That's not on the screen. On the screen is a bad movie. Yes. <laughs> just like just like this, right? In this, I can see the setup for a comedy. The screen, however, is showing me a drama, and that's not a bad thing. It's just that it's not a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but then I didn't go into it thinking that it was and and getting disappointed. I just. Went into you it. just went in one, yeah. and and you and you swam as far as it would take oh, you. Boy. I was like, hey, <laughs> upstream. What, what kind of move is this? This 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 has Shiva, Shiva baby, and they're like, oh look at yep. this setup. There's this girl who is in this weird situation. Let's see what happens. And you know what happened? Nothing. Is it sad <laughs> that she had to be at the Shiva for like a good maybe twenty minutes, and they said Shiva maybe two or three times? At one point, I guess this is the only time I laughed because I laughed at myself. Mm-hmm. Um, after they said Shiva two or three times, I was like, wait, it's not Shiva, baby. It's Shiva, baby. Yes. Like that's that, actually, yeah, yeah. That's actually exactly <laughs> what I was saying in my head when you when Douglas was putting the Shiva Kamini stuff where I'm like, different, different pronouns, yeah. different, different Shiva. Different yeah. thing, yes. Yeah. One is a goddess of yes. um, a, an Asian you know, subcontinent or mm. whatever you want to call that country. Right. Um, another is something completely different. Yes. From a different religion, as it turns out. Yes, as it yeah. turns out. <laughs> Um, but still. I suppose now that we're talking, since we're talking about your civilization nonsense, mm-hmm. you could use it just like how you had Gandhi and Japan. It could right. be Shiva and Shiva, yeah, for yeah. your for your religious um, wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, c- I can continue to do that in civilization <laughs> and laugh every time I do it. Uh, I India just... follows Catholicism. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's racist. Um, <laughs> I still, I, I still, I still think my best was when I decided to make a custom religion, Man United, and I sent you guys the screenshots. <laughs> Mongolia has solidified the tenets of Manchester oh, United. Yeah. Yes, uh, sir. I continue and this i mean this is a dumb joke from some guy on youtube but um all my religions are called boat mormonism <laughs> doesn't make any sense but it all it's always funny every single time i see it come up and i can't name it any like andrew is the first person to give me a thing to use i'm going to use it going forward which is just, oh, yes, let's name the religion some fo- some sports thing. So I'm going to call all my religions going forward, like Manu or whatever. But up until then, I was just like, <laughs> but Mormonism is the funniest shit for religion I've ever heard. Um, uh, but it, that I can't, we're not to talk about that right now because we're talking about a bad movie that is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not what we're doing right here. That's that's not the cadence that we're having at this point. Both Mormons are the rival religion to denouncing Venice. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the denouncing Venice thing is also a joke, but it is a joke that unless you're going to spend the next hour watching these videos, you won't understand. But yes. Um... But yeah, let's not talk about video game nonsense. Let's talk more about uh, movie nonsense. Uh, Andrew, you did not defend this movie. I pronounce this movie guilty. <laughs> guilty of being boring. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I need to talk about this Jupiter um, thing TV show. What's the name of the TV show? Netflix put I out don't know because I've never watched it. Netflix <laughs> put out a new um that that is, is what Jupiter is my, Legacy. Yeah, Jupiter's Legacy. In my head, all I hear is Jupiter ascending. <laughs> so I cannot come. Has any one of us attempted to watch Jupiter ascending Chan- again? Channing Listen, Tatum dogs. There's not enough cocaine anywhere <laughs> to get me to watch Jupiter ascending a second time. <laughs> Once <laughs> is enough. I'm good. Uh, I th- right, cool. I throw away four hours of my life oh, watching. Wow. So this probably, is a this weekend show. Yeah, it came out like oh, Friday. Oh, that's why. Because yeah. I've been doing no TV watching this. Yeah, season. man, and don't watch this. Uh, it, okay. It came out, and I watched I watched the first episode, but then the Netflix thing happened where. By the time our brain is like, I think this is bad. Netflix already yeah. started the next episode. And that just yeah. kept on happening. And then yeah. it's just I did like... That last week on another show that um, I wasn't going to talk about. But yeah. maybe we can because we're yeah. talking about bad TV shows. It, it just kept happening. And then when I looked, it was like 3 o'clock. And I went, God, I should not have done this. This is a waste <laughs> of five hours. I could have literally just slept for five hours and I would have felt better. <laughs> um it it the tv show is about superheroes because that's all we make at this point bad comedies for andrew and superhero nonsense for literally everybody i don't know what women watch at this point i don't know if there's tv shows for them because it's just terrible comedies and superhero shit so if you don't like that i guess you read books no idea uh 
and it surrounds uh, basically the Justice League, uh, but they got their powers from a island back in like the 1910s. And so they do the thing where there's um, present day and then they have flashbacks into how these guys got to this point where they got the power from, but it's mostly surrounded their version of Superman. Um, they call him Utopia or Mr. Utopia or some nonsense. And having just completed Invincible and watching this, it, it gave me such it was it was it's it's so aggressively mediocre that i cannot believe anyone spent the time to do another one like this where it's oh it's superheroes that are jaded yo dog we have seen this now every which way and i understand that we're going to keep making these because they print money and it is the modern day western i get it but this is one that will disappear into the annals of terrible superhero thing. Like, no one will remember this. This will be um, the Invincibles and, like, all those other terrible TV shows that were on, like, see, like just terrible. It's, it's just, like, if the Netflix end wasn't on it, you'd have gone, I don't know who... Why, is the C why does the CW keep putting out these terrible TV shows? Uh, uh, it, it's so bad. <laughs> it, is, it is five hours of absolute dross. It is poorly acted. The fight scenes are bad. The scenarios that they come up with, this man being... He's, it's basically he's been doing the superhero thing for 80, 90 years, but the thing that he wanted to achieve hasn't happened. Like the world is still bad and he's still trying to adhere to a code where he doesn't believe that the superhero should exert um, too much power onto humanity. So they're never supposed to tell people what to do. They're never supposed to point them in any direction they're just there basically to keep the peace and they have some so this is like a gods and demons thing right but they have some throwaway lines to that effect like it's it's basically three lines of dialogue to explain that part like they're like oh we wish we had done more during world war ii and they already established that they can do flashbacks but there's no flashbacks into what they did do in World War II. It's just flashbacks to them not having powers in the 1910s, walking up under. And it, none of it is interesting. But Netflix keeps showing them. And so it just runs. <laughs> it just keeps going. And Netflix doesn't give you the, up, the, the chance. Like you have a three-second window where... You see the thing load. It's like skip, <laughs> and it's it even does it with the with the intros as well. So like at the intros, you'll be like, "All oh, right, why am I doing this?" But 
it just skips the intro and you're just like, I guess I'm stuck here. Because <laughs> let me just see what this next episode is. And it's it's dour. Like it's not fun. It's really, really dour. Even on the run-up to them getting their powers. That's there's no fun anything in there. There's no fun uses of powers. Everyone is sick and tired of um powers and super villains. Like there is one aspect of the show that is kind of good, which is that um the Superman surrogate. He has a daughter that is just done. Like she's a, basically a supermodel. She has all the powers and stuff, but she's just a coked out supermodel. And she falls in with the wrong crowd. And that is the only part that is kind of interesting. But the rest of the show definitely is not. And I will tell everybody, don't watch. Don't, don't. Andrew Douglas, don't. Just like, okay. I know you're, I know one of you is going to, because you're hard of hearing. <laughs> Uh, when I, nope. and not you, Andrew. That's why I said what well, I wasn't going to point. There's a reason I'm smiling yes. and laughing. Yeah. I, I'm smiling and, and pointing. And yeah. I'm pointing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Don't. Uh, uh, Douglas, there's nothing here. Yes. <laughs> there's nothing here for you. Um, it's It was really very bad. And I... Um, I'm kind of upset with myself that I watch all of it. But again, uh, Netflix, I'm blaming Netflix. Netflix trapped me, and so there's there's nothing I could do. Um, outside of that, I watched, I watched 300 again. It's, it's always fantastic. It's, it's the best. Um... And I watched that to, to see if the other movie that I wanted to talk about, to see if mm-hmm. there was like, oh, was I young and that's why I like... 302, you mean? No, 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 no. I watched, I think all of us saw the Mortal Kombat movie. I, that has to be the movie that you're talking right. about. Right. Yeah. And I watched that movie and enjoyed it so much. I had to check to see if, you know... Is it that 300 is actually good or is it so dumb that I like it? Or was that movie good? That movie's good. It's, it's, it's what all comic book movies should strive for. But this Mortal Kombat movie... Oh no, this movie's bad. It's fantastic. It's it is not so good. Bad. I love but it's this movie. so very good. <laughs> entertaining. It's so... And Kano is perfect. Kind of. There are other things about this that are objectively bad. By the way, by the way, side question. Yes. Have yeah. either of you ever watched that movie Becoming Bond, that no. pseudo documentary about Lazenby becoming James Bond? No, but it the way you describe it, I would not mind watching. The guy who plays Kano is the guy who plays Lazenby in the recreation scenes. Right. He is as good in that movie as he appeared as he is as so, Kano. I didn't realize that that documentary had um, recreation scenes, but also it's weird that that's how you're describing him. I, I I I would describe him as the the guy everybody shat on in Don Tito's show. Um, what was the Showtime show? I where have he was forgotten a, everything about that show. <laughs> I know I know what show you're talking. I just cannot for the life of me come up with the name yeah. right now. 
the one where like he pauses time. Entourage, entourage the the Don Cheadle version. Yeah, exactly. oh yeah, entourage the better. Yeah, entourage, the better entourage. Yeah. yeah, entourage for executives. Like that's yeah. what that is essentially. Yeah. <laughs> even uh, though yet another show that I stopped, I didn't finish. Even though I got to like halfway through the last season. I don't you think know, I saw the last season, I... but I watched the, the rest of it. Anyways, we're not talking about any other. Yeah. We're talking about Martha. You know, a show, <laughs> you know a show was fun too and has Don Cheadle in it, which is weird because I don't like Don Cheadle generally, is the other Showtime show he was in after that, Black Mondays, the one about the trading stuff. What, what I'm really trying to say mm-hmm. without taking up more Mortal Kombat time is mm-hmm. you guys love Kano, you guys should fucking watch Becoming Bond. I, I No, shall. I think... I think I think the the thing to get from this is we should watch more movies with Kano in it. Yes, Kano. Um, not not documentaries, movies. So, uh, the first ten oh, minutes yeah, or so of this movie is on YouTube. Like they released it to the public, mm-hmm. and I know why they did that because it is the best ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> it is. The, if if they showed any executive that they'd I be like disagree. They'd be like, yeah, that is you can make keep making that. That looks awesome. Um but the, the all of the movie isn't that. This the very start of the movie is that, and the very end of the movie is that. But the middle part of the movie is definitively not that. But this movie. Unlike a lot of these movie adapt these video game adaptations, actually understands that Mortal Kombat is stupid. And so we don't have to take any of it seriously. We can make fun of Mortal Kombat, but make something that is entertaining. And that is what they did. No, the couple missteps were the bad guy. He is asleep the whole movie. <laughs> His performance is terrible. I do not like. Uh, I think it's Quan Chi or whatever. Yes, what? Damien. Damien. Don't Damien. you love? Don't you love how hard he has to try to do that one line reading of yeah. your soulless man? Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> like, that was take one. But I thought we agreed, Damien. Damien, I thought we agreed. If we like a movie as much yes. as we like this movie. There is nothing wrong with the movie, right? <laughs> like, no, there, no, listen, Douglas, I don't want no you to, reason to talk about things that are bad. I don't want you to get me wrong. I love this movie. <laughs> like, a lot, a lot. <laughs> right? Like, Damien, we were talking about physical media earlier. Yeah. This is something I know I yeah, will own like, on physical media like, very soon. Once this movie was done, I was just like, oh, no, I love this movie. I... I want this movie. Mm-hmm. This is this is mm-hmm. for me. Because mm-hmm. there are parts that are bad, but there's so oh. many parts that are spectac that are that exceeded my expectations by miles and no. miles. No, Damien, when you watch this movie, you watch this movie. Um, uh, I would say probably in some form of state of mind where you went, you sat down, you said, "I am ready to watch a movie. I have prepared myself. Whatever." Damien, imagine this. Imagine on a Saturday, mm-hmm. you go out and you have a few drinks because <laughs> why the fuck not? Yeah. Right? It's, been a, you come it's home, been a bad time. It's been a bad year, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. You come home in the middle of the fucking day because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not allowed to be outside. <laughs> not in darkness. Night. No. <laughs> right? 
and you've had a couple of drinks. So you're, let's say, more open to rubbish mm -hmm. than normally. Damien White. This yeah. movie, after a couple of drinks, is just nah. spectacular. And uh, that is that is so, so that is probably why I don't think I would have texted you guys like just normally. Like I stopped not even halfway through the movie, maybe 15 minutes into this movie, and knew that I love this movie more than anything this year. And that I had to share it with everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is Mortal Kombat the moment you're admitting to day drinking? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, sure. this, this is actually an intervention. Me and Andrew have been talking about this <laughs> You have a real problem. Douglas. Oh, boy. Boy. But yeah, no. Um, Damien, Mortal Kombat is... Uh, it is... I mean, Art. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how somebody can make something that dumb and it not be called Fast and the Furious. Exactly. Like, that is, <laughs> Douglas, you literally took the words out of Like, they just did the Fast and Furious treatment on Mortal Kombat. They're just like, and, oh, we don't have to pretend anymore that this makes sense. Let's just, be, just make nonsense. A part of me wants them to do what I know they won't do, which is to never make another one again. Another part of me is. I mean, to be let's, honest, make this let's make this clear. <laughs> let's make this clear. I'm not sure how much that movie is gonna do. Like, like first of all, I don't know how this really works in like the now HBO Max system. I know, I know the movies are still going out in certain places, yeah, um, in certain countries, and they're making some money. But I don't know what forgive, right? Um, I don't know what forgiveness system they're setting up for deciding on that movie made enough money. Let's make part two. But there's a part of me deep down inside that feels that this movie won't really hit whatever mark they're thinking of. Yeah, I don't know if it will. It's 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 kind of a weird movie for 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 people to to like. You have to be set up with minds like ours to like this movie. Um, but I would imagine money is not necessarily the the number the data point that they use mm -hmm. for this nowadays. They would have to use like amount of watches and rewatches and shit like that, and be like, you know what? If I had the ability to go to a theater to pay billions of dollars for this, I probably would. So let's make another one. I think that's how this. I mean, goes. I paid like a, I paid the money to watch this movie because well, I had, to, had to. I rented it. <laughs> yeah, you had right? to. I did. I rented it to watch this, and I mean, this movie is like, let me make this clear. This movie is fun. It yeah. is stupid. Mm -hmm. I like you. I'm in love with Kano in this movie. <laughs> yes, Kano. Um, Kano wins. Kano I'm, wins. I'm still, I'm still kind of. Like, first of all, if we're talking about dumb shit in this movie, mm -hmm. Kano wins his second place. Okay. Right? My first place is flawless victory. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> right. So, so I died every time they said something from the video games. It was just like, right. oh, boy. Um, but but uh, Damien, I'll talk to you and not Douglas for a moment. Because oh. I know while Douglas knew what video games were at some point in his life. Yes, he's given right? up. <laughs> we are yes. technically what you would call the video game professionals on this podcast. I have podcast. put childish things away. Right? Yes. <laughs> um, the main character, I've forgotten his name already. Mm -hmm. Was he a character in the Scorpion? game? Like, no. I don't remember him at all. No, that was a made-up person. Yes, they made him up right? for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. You sure? Because there have been like a thousand Mortal Kombat. You sure I am I'm very sure he's okay. not a person. Um, 
Because I was thinking real hard. I'm yeah, like, so, this... <laughs> God, at first, I thought he was going to be Scorpion because they had a whole flashback with the... Um, they just make him baby Scorpion. Exactly. I figured because his ancestor um, had the, the thing, I was like, ah, Scorpion. But then it was not him. <laughs> yeah. I just he's... wanted to double check. Yeah, man. He's not... He's not a person. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I still want to dock this movie a singular point because, no because there's no Johnny Cage. Of I understand that there is like a reference, but fuck that, I want Johnny Cage. There's a reference? I didn't catch it. Yeah, the very end. There very is a end. poster. He's like, right. I'm going to Hollywood, and on the poster is Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Oh, okay. right. Actually, so, you know what? I'm going to watch it again, but I remember um, at the end of the movie, I stopped it. Be- uh, and then, like, I wanted to cancel because I realized it looked like maybe there was more. And I started it back, and it started from the beginning. And I was like, "Fuck it!" <laughs> I didn't bother. God, these apps are <laughs> terrible. Oh. <laughs> it's weird how, like, I want these apps to get better at telling the point of a movie where I will no longer come back to it. Yeah. So that when I stop in the mid-credits, it won't tell me, oh, Andrew, you have a movie to finish when you come back. But at the same time, I get upset. I guess I guess because of post-credit scene shit in movies mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I wonder if that's the next feature I want. Where, like, you know how in, in these apps, the when, you, when you're watching a TV show and the show opening comes up and it says, do you want to skip the opening? Mm-hmm. I want that when they're smart enough with their metadata where they're like, all right, you're watching The Avengers. There's a post credit scene. Do you want to skip to the post credit scene? Yeah, um, even though, to definitely. be quite honest, I can't think of that many Marvel movies or movies with post credit scenes where when I watch them again, I really care to see the post credit scene that much. Yeah, you don't. You kind of right? watch it the first time just to be like, what is this? And then you realize it's dumb. I'm I think maybe at all of the post credit scenes because I realize, and I know I should have realized this before, but really all it is is a scene they've already filmed that's going to be in the next movie, which is bullshit. Don't do that. Like, I don't want that. It's too, it's too I think the only one, the only one I really like, and I've sat through credits to watch again, is um, Spider Verse. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just don't watch them, <laughs> even when, even when they're brand new. So even at the end of these Marvel TV shows, where they're just like, oh, there's post-credit scenes. Not for me. I have never seen it. You tell me that madness on the internet. I don't care. <laughs> and I'm watching all these credits. For me. It gets worse for me with the Marvel TV shows because they have this thing where like their, their runtime in the apps tell me it's like 55, let's say 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten as an example. The right. show itself, credit will start at minute 35, right? And I'll be like, oh, there's a post-credit scene. And then when the credits roll, apparently a lot of the episodes don't have post-credit oh, scenes, but they have like they have um, credits that last all of that time because they're telling you all of the translations mm-hmm. people from like every yeah. country. Yeah. And so the credits are so like I'm just like, what's going on here? Not to say people shouldn't get credit, but you know maybe something in them. I don't know. No, they no. can have credits as long as they no. want, right? What upsets me is this. And Disney Plus is is the key um, the key Offender. criminal here with with yeah. those those Marvel shows. So what they will have, and I will live with them saying, maybe you should watch all the pretty credits, right? Just like how we watch, well, I watch the Mandalorian when they show you like the um, art mm-hmm. because I yeah. think it's pretty. 
Right. Um, so they have that in a lot of the Mar- all of the Marvel shows. And sure, tell me that I should watch that. Fine. But you see, once that finishes and it goes to regular credits and there are no end scenes, let me know. Um, because what upsets me is I've realized now that once there's no scene after that, it, there, it means there's probably no scene except for the last episode. The last episode will have something. Um, but if you stop it in the middle there, if you stop it after the colorful stuff and the, the um, regular credits have just started to scroll, Disney Plus will tell you, oh, you haven't finished the show yet. It's cool. I'll leave it here for you. Don't worry. I have to literally fast forward to somewhere like almost to the dead end of the show to, to have Disney Plus realize, oh, you're done with this episode and you want to watch the next one whenever it's ready. And that pisses me off. <laughs> I've just manually gone in the app and said, yes, I want to watch that one, <laughs> which is also <laughs> shitty. But, you know, it's my solution to the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I've forgotten what we were talking about. Damien was telling us what he was watching. I was no, but what Mortal movie Kombat. Was Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. You lunatics have right. dreamt up a lot. Of Andrew's like, I hope. I think Douglas said he didn't want a second one of the movie, and that is where all of this. No, went I'm okay with times. I don't want to talk about Johnny Cage, and yeah, we're talking about the second one, the tail yeah. off thing on this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, this movie was fun. Right? Uh, it was it was more fun than I ever thought it would be. Yeah, I didn't that, think it would be this good at all. That f- <laughs> I, the one thing I'd say, and I I don't know how I really like. Actually, I know how I feel. That first opening scene with Hansel, who becomes um, Scorpion, um, so much of that felt like I don't know if you remember this, Damon, the YouTube Mortal Kombat show that yes. some dude made. Oh, yeah. I remember that show. Right? Yeah. Right, I think um, Damien knows why I remember that show. Yes, I do know why you remember that show. <laughs> you're a terrible person. <laughs> and so, so somehow, like that scene to me, like doesn't work in this movie. Like this movie is so, like everything we love about this movie is like the Kano wins, the 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 fatalities. Um, all of the point in which Jax figures out that he has r- robot arms, mm-hmm. right? Jax. Um, and oh, <laughs> eggs. Um, oddly enough, like when I was watching it, I was thinking of more of the guy from Supergirl, yeah, and then I looked him up and I'm like, shit, he was eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, but yeah, that opening <laughs> scene feels like it comes out of that YouTube show, which is this edgy teenage, like, I'm going to make my thing real movie, right? Which I feel like I didn't want. Um, like the rest of the movie is what I want, where it's like a ridiculous, it's like cartoonish, right? Um, but yeah. No, I enjoyed the opening scene because the action was so fantastic and um, yeah, exactly. they, they made you immediately afraid of... Um, Sub Zero, like you had to, like they they established just how powerful Sub Zero was. Now, was it a little bit over dramatic for what this movie is going to be? Sure, but it gives you a window into what the stakes are. And then, by the time Kano came on the screen, you're just like, all right, take me away to like, and the effect, like I. I expect I have an expectation of what effects look like now in movies because we've seen a lot of movies and the effects have gotten better and better. But all the Sub-Zero effects look incredible. Like even in that the first scene where he is in no modern times, 
and you see all the the glass and stuff fog up when he um appears and he basically makes hail out of nowhere and is throwing it at people i'm just like yeah man i'd like some more of that please that is the type of nonsense that i've i've come here for i i cannot i still am confused by how good <laughs> that mo a movie should have been garbage <laughs> The movie should have been hot garbage. And it's so good. It's so good. Uh, but outside of that, it's there's not much. Um, I mean, I watched Two Distant Strangers and I really, really enjoyed what like the thing I it did. I almost watched it because of Joy Badass. But yeah. also, I wasn't sure if it really was for me. But I'll think about so, it. I, because I saw you like it, I said maybe so I So there's it. one section at the end that that has the the import what you're afraid of is yeah, that this movie yeah. thinks it's important which it seemed to I watch the trailer but the but, section yeah. at the end that gives you that they twist it at the end mm -hmm. to make it fun okay. and so you i'm pretty confident you'll see it the same way I, like it is just a fun take on this time loop thing but what if there the thing? Yeah. But what if the thing you were repeating was racism, yeah. <laughs> police brutality, it was and racism? Terrible. Yeah. But because of Joy Badass's performance and because of how they wrote it, it doesn't take like the subject matter based on today's climate is serious. But they aren't taking it. Like, if you want to, you can read everything into it. But if you want to, you can be just like, yeah, man, I'm glad that you guys realize that, you know, we can still do these things for funsies. And that's how I took it. Um, but, I mean, we all know about uh, American white guilt. So anything that says anything even a little bit political they are going to blow it out of proportion. And maybe that's what these guys were trying to do, but that's not how I read it into it. So, um, And it won some awards, I guess, for a thing I didn't watch. Um, I really, 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 really want to watch Nomadland. Um, yeah, I still haven't watched it. I, I look forward it. to your response to that movie. Uh, but uh, I want to watch it for... Isn't that, isn't that available? Yeah, it's been on, on Hulu yeah. now for at least a um, couple of months. Yeah, yeah, but more than that actually. Because from like because, the beginning of the year, because no one cared at the time. No one made a big deal out of the fact that it was on there. So I just didn't see. I didn't hear anything about Nomadland after for a while. It just disappeared. No, no, I was talking. We, and then, we, well, at least me and Andrew were talking about right. it. Right. And so you're the ones that made me want to watch it. I talked about it when it played the festival. Right. I talked about it when it played the festival. Right. You're the I ones that, then. like, I saw the trailer and you guys talked about it. So I'm just like, yeah, I want to watch this. But then it just disappeared out of, like, out of sight, out of mind. I know that it won. I'm like, oh, yeah, I really need to see this. Um, but it's like everything else, it's it's a lot of sports and nonsense. So Douglas, yeah, definitely. What's up? All right. So what was I watching? Um, I wasn't going to talk about it, but speaking of American white guilt, mm -hmm. um, that Jim Damon was talking about, I watched a, a TV show that I actually didn't realize was going to be an HBO show. I watched something called That Damn Michael Che, or I think. Oh that's yeah. 
Yeah, and um, has that started already? Yeah, it just showed up yeah. um one morning this week. And so is it like all episodes up yeah, or is it like all, episode all the episodes are up? Okay, great. Um, all right, I'll have to give that a shot. And yeah. they're half hour shows. So I was able to watch it like during breakfast. So I was like, all right, sure, why not? I have only watched the first episode and it is definitely like it has a lot of that white American guilt thing. It's 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 very race um racial uh Team what's the word? recently <laughs> charged <laughs> yes and and that, you know that, that whole conversation so it's it's very much mm-hmm. it's more instructional than it is funny um okay. at the moment but because it's michael che and i know he's a funny ass man i'm going to mm-hmm. continue and see um and there are some moments but it's definitely very much like hey guys you know this isn't cool right <laughs> like yeah. that whole first episode is pretty much that um uh but Outside of that, let's talk about some nonsense. We've talked about Mortal Kombat. Some other nonsense, which actually, <laughs> which actually I watched right after Mortal Kombat, was Nobody. I watched Nobody and immediately was furious with Andrew Robinson. Because Andrew described this to me as just, I mean, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Another another action movie. Yes. Whatever. John Wick Light. Damian White. Mm-hmm. Damian White. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to hype up this movie because it is not on the other extreme, right? But so you're movie, saying I did my job right, is what you're saying. I guess if that's what you're <laughs> you're going for. Movie, <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't want to overblow this because, <laughs> it's, because because this movie this movie very easily like you could come up here and be like, and then the next week you're like, yeah, it's John Wick Light. Like yeah, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't have a dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> he has a cat. <laughs> I really like this movie. Again, it was you know after a, a day out, <laughs> but I really like this movie. It is. Um, like the thing I wrote down here is who would win, Mister Nobody or the accountant? Right? It kind of feels ah, like the accountant. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, and I doesn't he call himself an accountant? Yes, he does. Or like an auditor. An auditor. Auditor is yeah, the yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Never mind. <laughs> um, but it it definitely has that John Wick vibe because he's a man who's gotten out of the life and is now somehow drawn back in. Um, and it definitely has the accountant vibe because he's just like a random person and everybody's like, huh? Um, and he's definitely more, more lethal than one would expect. Um, but it's great. It just goes from set piece to set piece and you don't need to think at all. And I have to tell you, especially in the last couple of weeks, that is what I needed. (laughs) Um, yet another movie that I really enjoyed, uh, so FYI, um, to take a moment here, um, between last podcast and this podcast, I've recorded and put out an episode on Nobody with Ryan over at the that. Matinee Cast, yes. mm-hmm. um, where we went into very big depth about that movie. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I do like that movie. Oh, okay. I, I, don't, I don't think it's like, I think the problem with that movie is inherently it is not as good as John Wick. Right. Well, I mean, it's right. hard to be as good as John yeah. Wick, though. It's a high <laughs> right. Um, I definitely, I definitely have, I have a couple quibbles with the movie. Not yeah. that much to be like, 
eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I didn't want to come on here and be like, Douglas, do you like John Wick? <laughs> mm-hmm. Would you like a John Wick 4? <laughs> <laughs> Bit early. <laughs> right? Yes, that um, would probably have caused um, the opposite mm-hmm. effect. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, there are a lot of good things about that movie. Um, there are also some bad things, but it's fine. It's good. It's also a really f- solid movie. Yes, it is. Um, it's it's. I think it also has a lot of the choreographers who worked on movies like Deadpool. So it's very much the same sort of style of fight scenes. Yeah, it does kind of feel like that, doesn't it? No, okay. Right. So yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna talk about another Bang Bang shoot 'em up movie. Tom Clancy writes all sorts of novels. He wrote one. He with... also made the division. He did. Um, <laughs> yeah, by himself. We mean it. I've been meaning to to watch this movie. I've not done it yet. Douglas, tell me good things. So um, he wrote wrote this movie and um, did not have any remorse about it. Hmm. He absolutely should have because this movie sucks. Um, It's It's generic. It is generic. And here's the thing. I had expectations. I watched that trailer, right? When you watch that trailer... You see Michael B. Jordan, who, while he has been in bad things, we all love, right? Where Wallace at? Come on. Um, he, in that trailer, is essentially the Punisher, where his family dies. Mm-hmm. He needs to get revenge. In getting revenge, he lights a car on fire, mm-hmm. walks into that car, and gets information the only way he knows how. And there is also uh, a scene where he comes up out of a uh, like pool that looks cool, that implies there's more rooting, tooting, shooting, right? I'm here to tell you. That there's no rooting or no tooting. All right, Douglas, Douglas, is this movie worse or better than The Mechanic? I didn't watch the mechanic. Uh, <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> Nothing's worse than the mechanic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the thing, right? I have a feeling that there are going to be a lot of people that don't agree with me, and I think I know why. I don't. I probably don't like this movie for a specific reason. I wanted revenge. I wanted somewhere on the scale, starting with Liam Neeson's and ending with. South Koreans is mm-hmm. of individual revenging, right? Mm-hmm. Individual badassery revenging. What I got was a fairly stock army movie where he became Ooh. part of an army unit that did army things. That's not what I was. That's, for. Yeah, no I one did not, that. I did not show up to watch that. And maybe it's good, you know. Maybe if I knew it was an army movie, I would adjust my expectations and then come out of it. Maybe not as good as nobody, but like, you know, some other random action movies and say, eh, it's fine. It's all right. But no, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, so let's move on. Uh, I have a couple, two other things I want to talk about. One is a Netflix movie that came out this week or maybe last week. Um, the Mitchells versus the Machines. This is one of those movies that was supposed to be all amazing and come out in theaters before this like 
world came to an end. Mm -hmm. And then finally, they gave up trying to make money and sold it to Netflix. Uh, and I watched this movie, and let me start by saying I like this movie. This movie is a good movie. But in watching this movie, I realized something. There was a time when all of us here, and I'm not sure, I feel like maybe I am more now on the disillusion path of this. Maybe me and Damien, I don't know. But we, when we started doing this podcast, we would watch a lot of things, a lot of like Pixar movies and a lot of like cartoon movies, like children's movies, movies designed for children. And we would, for some reason, be able to like see the amazing things in them, right? And not just appreciate, yeah, sure, it's fine. Um, but be like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever, right? Mm -hmm. Lately, I notice I'm not really uh, motivated to watch. I, I still haven't watched Soul, which I kind of want to watch. I still haven't watched, um, what's the other Pixar one that came out recently? Um, the... Uh, the last dragon car the something on no, the last dragon that. not not even that because i kind of want to watch that one but there's mm -hmm. another picture Toy story one. four yeah i still haven't watched toy story four right <laughs> i haven't like i i haven't watched a lot of those sort of movies and i kind of i remember th like every time every once in a while it will pop up and i'll be like i should watch that and i immediately don't and ask myself why am i not watching this and i realize why it's because I kind of don't care anymore. Um, I appreciate it. And I watch this movie and there are things I enjoyed about it. And it was kind of fun. Um, and there were definitely like some really fun moments in this. But when I, when I finished the movie, I thought to myself, okay, that was a children's movie and moved on. <laughs> um, and obviously Aww. there is like still... There's still certain buttons that you can press, right? Certain child buttons that you can press for me. Hey, for hey, example, never said that again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not doing it. it, it it's, it's not listen, bad if I'm not the one pushing those child. Listen buttons, to me. Okay? <laughs> I'm not as long as we do this again. podcast together, you never <laughs> make that statement <laughs> again. <laughs> but um, it's like shirt number two. <laughs> 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 but, but for example, up to maybe three, four weeks ago, mm -hmm. I still watched and absolutely adored the Spider-Verse movie, which is definitely like, I mean, it's not exactly a children's movie, but you cannot tell me that's not a children's movie, right? right? Um, it is a movie designed for children. Most of these superhero movies are movies designed. Wait, hold on, hold on. One right? second. Before we move any further, um, Douglas, have you been watching Invincible? Yeah, I watch all of that. All right. All right. Never mind. Continue. Yes. Um, I, <laughs> I'm not saying that I don't watch these things. Also, ask me if I like Invincible. I don't want to ask questions. I don't know the answer to. <laughs> no, yeah. answer I, I'm no. a good lawyer. Yeah, I can I tell you what the answer. The answer is and, no. And you know, the, it's and not you know good. the answer. Yeah, exactly. And you know the answer because I've spoken about this show twice yeah. already on the podcast yeah. and both times i said i don't like this movie yeah. it's just it just happens to be something on a service that i check every week and i'm just like sure why not um hey, and, invincible and is better before, than jupiter's legacy <laughs> wow and yeah. before I, I got a chance to stop damien told me whoa, 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 it gets better and i was like all right let me try to finish this show but yeah th that show is bad um yeah, I, I did not enjoy myself one bit with Invincible, to be quite honest with you. At least with Mitchells and the, Machi the Mitchells versus the Machines, 
and I imagine Soul and Toy Story 4 and those movies, there will be some part of me that says, oh, that's good, that's good, that's fun. But the whole, the thing as a whole probably won't, in, won't endear me to, to itself, you know? Um, but yeah, The Mitchells versus a Machine, it's actually a fun little movie. Um, there will be... I'm looking forward to that one. Like, I, and I mean, I haven't double-checked this, but just from the style alone, it looks like the same people who did Spider-Verse. It's, um, it's definitely the same company, and it's Sony, right? Um, and it does look similar, and I'll say this to you. I, like, I stopped and had the same thought and looked it up, and when I said it was Sony, I was like, oh, it makes sense, because even the sound, Andrew, the sounds of the machines, um, it sounds like the, the, the weird sounds in spider-verse those like um in this the way they have this the soundtrack this this weird like um not machine but sci-fi like sound in the background mm -hmm. it's the same sort of sound so so yeah they're definitely parallels to spider-verse this is the solid oh, here's a name oh and of course like i'm looking up the names now it was produced by lord and miller which yeah, makes was. sense as to why i'm why i'm why it looks the way it does and yeah. it seems so interesting and a name i've not thought of for a little bit music by mark mother's ball yeah i saw that i love mark <laughs> mother's ball's um soundtracks or or scores or whatever it is that he does um his music is can also be fun as well because he is one third i think I think it's three of them, of Devo. And I mean, Whip It is one of the best songs ever made. So, um, <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the last thing I'm going to talk about, and I am very upset with myself because I meant to talk about this last week. There is a streaming service that I check every week that has Invincible on it mm -hmm. that every once in a while has something actually good. Damian White. Yes. I don't know if you'd be... You, maybe, yeah, if you had seen this, maybe you'd have tried it because it has somebody that both of us like. Um, there is a television show on the Amazon of the Primes called Frank of Ireland. Listen here. This television show is designed for the three of us. Probably more me and you, Damien, but mm -hmm. designed for the three of us. It is, um, the reason I thought about looking at it is Domhnall Gleeson is in it. Um, he's a big part of it. Say no more. And then when you, when you watch a trailer, you realize it's actually a Gleeson family reunion because over the course of the show, um, over the course of the show, the, the, the two main characters are Domhnall Gleeson and somebody else who actually is Domhnall's less famous actor brother, Paul. By the end of the show, in jumps Brendan Gleeson, mm -hmm. Domhnall's more famous father. And they're all there, right? Um, and, you know, they're, all I'll say about it is this, right? So I'll it, it, it's, it's about, like, just some, let's call them, is it dysfunctional or weird people, right? Um, and it is perfect. There is in particular, and this happens in the first episode, so you will know immediately if you're in to this show. There is a series of jokes that reference Taxi Driver, as in Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro's Taxi Driver, that a regular person will not enjoy. Damien, I dare you to not enjoy the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> are going on here. 
<laughs> I dare you. All I right. double dog dare you. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> I will report back. Um, I watched this. I watched this in the space of one night, maybe three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually not a lot of episodes. I think it's six episodes, and they're probably a half hour each. Um, this show is fantastic, and I am sorry that there probably won't be a second because it's not official. Like you know, Amazon says it's Amazon, but I think it's really like Channel Four um, from the, the the British side of the pond. So they might make a second series when they're sixty. But yeah, that's that's what I watched. Other than sports. Alright, so taking Mortal Kombat off this list. So now I'm down to seven movies. My God. Um, <laughs> Does Condor Man count? I watched Condor No, Man no. <laughs> I saw that again. Did like, you? Oh, yeah, I watched it again. Um, and I continued to chuckle. It didn't look as shit as I thought it would. Okay. Okay. I don't right. come on this podcast actually... and talk about 310 to Yuma, so I want to know Condor Man talk on this podcast. <laughs> Half of the reason we I watched know it, right? what Condor because Man is. That... I don't want to hear Aaron, it. Enough, enough with I don't you. want to enough hear it. You. Don't, don't, and you talk about the movies. Here. No and Condor Man so talk. Half of the reason, three quarters of the reason why I watched that movie was because some time ago you mentioned it. You're like, yo, this looks bad. And I was like, I don't remember mine looking bad. And so, so I, okay, I so it. And it was, it, like, it was definitely, first of all, you knew it came from a film that was not 100% because there were, like, not cigar burns, no. but like breaks in the film. But it wasn't horrible. It was definitely not perfect. No. And, <laughs> and the thing is that I'm not talking about the transfer, like the way yeah. I talk about my killer Blu-ray, my, my the killer Blu-ray where like they, that was not a great transfer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like um, the thing is just the math of it all, right? We're pulling it from a DVD, which is 480p. Yeah. Um, and it comes in boxed, so it has the letter boxes at the top of the bottom, yeah. which you now cut off mm-hmm. because you're like, my TV doesn't know how to deal with that well. Yeah. Um, and so now you're left with a box that is mm-hmm. now like 380 at best. I don't know, like, and so and so like it just looks like shit when you look at <laughs> when I checked it on the computer. I'm like, no, like I don't know if I want to actually watch this, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> right uh, and uh, i tried it on the tv and i mean it definitely looks worse than some dvd rips i have but mm-hmm. it's for the fact that there literally is no other better version exactly right yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah. and this is a movie that we love from our childhood i'm like sure um and the thing about it is too i dare anybody to argue you can argue about how good or how bad this movie is i understand that but I dare somebody to say to me things like, the score isn't fucking pristine. Like, <laughs> this score of this movie, the, the music that is behind it, is like, they spent some money, right? Like, I, uh, I require the world of, like, Disney aficionados to officially say Natalia is a Disney princess, <laughs> right? Yes. Well, she is laser lady. So there is that. But she's whenever they talk about Disney princesses, she's never brought up. So I need her to be in the canon. Yeah, right? she needs to be in the canon. She needs to be in the canon. And then the, the, the locations that this movie is, oh, is done. They made a James and, Bond movie. Yeah, and they have your favorite guy. What's his name? Um, Oliver Reed. Oliver Reed as Krokov. Um, and then they got... I know he's not like huge in movie um, people's minds, but he's a huge... 
huge um person in Michael Crawford. Crawford. Um, the, phantom the phantom of the, of the, opera. Of the opera. Like, how do you get all of that? Put it together. Oh, it's perfect. I love it. Anyways, moving and right they, along. And they set up a second movie and they never fucking made one. I'm so <laughs> upset. <laughs> um, moving along. Um, talking about my movies that I actually want to talk about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so the first movie I want to talk about is a... Um, a movie by the name of Night of the Kings, a movie from the Ivory Coast, um, which is a prison movie. <laughs> Me right? and Dana just talk about, about movies from the Ivory Coast. Uh-huh. But continue. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> oh, no. It was not a conversation that um, can be shared. It was yes. a very bad one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so you would not be proud of us. Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, I'm not. Right? Hey, 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 hey. We I try. hope you understand. We try. <laughs> not hard, so, but we so, try. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 about a prison. The movie starts with um, new people coming to the prison, and as they are funneled in, um, it becomes very obvious that this is a prison that is run by prisoners, right? Oh, as most like prison Batman. movies are. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> they're guards. They're, they're guards. There, there are people in guards' uniforms, but like they take orders from the prisoners. Like the only rule the prisoners have is that you can't leave the prison, that right? Batman. <laughs> um, and uh, like as uh, and the movie explains to you as it's beginning uh, with a short like um voiceover, like telling you the rules is that um the prison is run like through a hierarchy system, and there's like a king dude. And he, like, is, like, king. Like, nobody can usurp him. Um, but whenever he gets too sick, he has to, like, kill himself. Like, that's the rule. You have to kill yourself and, like, someone else can be king. Um, and Douglas is, like, pointing and he's, like, I have things to say. <laughs> and this movie is... As the movie starts, the movie starts with new people coming into the prison. And one of the new people is immediately plucked up by this king and told that you are... Um, I've forgotten the name they gave him, but character name. And your job is tonight, you're going to tell us your, the story, right? You're going to tell us a story. Um, it can be your story. It can be any story. You have to be the storyteller. And the movie is basically about this entire night of him telling this ridiculous story. Um, and the movie is a really, really interesting movie. It's not a great movie. Like, uh-huh. it doesn't stick the landing, right? But there's so many things I find admirable and I love about this movie. The production of it is amazing. Um, there's a sing-songy nature to the storytelling. And more importantly, there's a, there's, a, there's a whole system by which every time, like, he starts a new chapter of this story, he'll be like, I was driving a car. And then, like, the prison, the, like, this prison of, like, um, audience... Will, there'll be a subset of people that will know, like, become, like, I've seen, I know we've seen this in a ton of music videos, um, or, like, they will become, like, dancers who entwine themselves to be, like, a car. Oh, right? oh maybe not then. I was actually going to ask you if, if the way that the storytelling was dealt with was similar to, like, what The Fall does, but it sounds like, no, it's more like that shitty movie that 
had a trailer that made it look like a movie. What's the name of that movie, Damien? I'm not. I'm not talking to. You. I love that description. <laughs> I love that description. But Douglas, it it actually does have a lot similar to the fall because okay. while that is happening, we definitely like cut over to like visuals of those scenes going on, yeah. right? As he's telling the story, and it's. It is mesmerizing. I love I love actually like the storytelling part of it, like him telling you the story, like he's reading you a bedtime story. Um, and it's kind of great. The story itself goes off its own rails for good reasons, like a good narrative reason why it kind of goes a little insane, like by the end of the movie. Um, and it definitely takes to it. It's the movie overstays its welcome, definitely. But it is a very interesting movie nonetheless. And I I thought it was it, it had a lot of good pieces to it. Yeah. Um, it was the Cote d'Ivoire's submission for the Oscars this year for the foreign language. But yeah. Oh, nice. I was looking at the cast and got excited when I saw that. I saw somebody I recognized. And I'm like, no, it couldn't. Couldn't be this person. And I Who you recognize? And I was like, yeah, it's the Holy Motors guys in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, he's in that movie. I thought the, the I I forgot about him. The person who I recognized was the guy who plays the king. Was also in the French film Les Misérables that I talked about, like last year. Yeah. Um, which I, I don't know if you guys have caught up with at some point, but yeah. Les Misérables, no. Really. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving down the list, um, I watched a movie by the name of Emma, um, a movie from Chile. Ah. Um, with Gael Garcia Bernal Ooh. is the only name I can say that everybody knows. Um, <laughs> um, I still, I still, once I hear that name, I'm like, yes, what, huh? Should I watch it? <laughs> but it's been a long time since I've actually really thought of watching anything he's in. He is very true. not very good anymore. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say not very good as much as he's definitely like walked off the path that we thought he was on. Yeah. Right? He's, he's off doing before. his own thing and... <laughs> yeah. no, no, um, he's probably good he's just making some choices he's, yes, he's doing like tom before. hardy where where tom hardy makes his decision not based on how good a movie is but how challenging it will be to him personally like that capone movie no thanks. so this movie is about a young lady um by the name of emma um she's a dancer and she's in a she's in a relationship she's married to gail garcia bernal who is the coordinator or the director of the dance troupe or whatever um and the (laughs) the king of the dance and the thing about this movie is that basically we we come in at this story at the point at which emma has lost her child and um by lost her child i don't mean the child died um she had adopted a child an incident happened and the child has been taken away ah. and by an incident happened you mean she did something she made a poor decision the child burned her sister's face oh shit okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah they'll um, take that away from you yeah there's dark points <laughs> no, no they didn't take her away take him away take him her boy or girl him him they didn't boy. take they didn't take him away. She gave him back. Yeah. She looked um, at the return policy on the back of the, the child and yeah, said, nope, I, like, nope. I think I oh, can right, return this. this. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, hear, I, hear, I read on the internet that this model is defective. <laughs> <laughs> However, she falls into like this depression of like mm-hmm. things that have happened. And the movie follows her on after which this point. And it is a very let me say horny movie as she has wow, there's okay. a lot of sex in this movie <laughs> okay. um as she's like running around like doing things um it's a very crazy drama now here lies here lies what i'm going to say 
this movie, I think it's two hours, right? For an hour and 45 minutes, I did not like this movie, right? It was a movie in which I'm like, oh my God. Like, I wanted to watch it because it was on one of these top lists that I read from like last year. And the visuals looked really cool. And I'm like, sure, I like to see people dance and how it choreographs and looks really awesome. Um, and of course, Gal, Gar- Gal Garcia Bernal, point one, add, add one point, um, <laughs> right? Um, but by, the t- by that point of the movie, I was very much like, this movie is just one of those movies that just kind of runs around in its circles and I just don't enjoy running with it. Then the end of this movie happens and it turns into some twisted dancer's revenge movie. And snakes, um, it's not snakes, um, jets versus sharks. <laughs> and it is in like the movie got me back in an incredible ass fucking way, right? <laughs> um, will I recommend this movie to people? Absolutely not. But the ride this movie took me on. I have to give it like a pat on the back and say you did, you you, did you made something. you made choices right, <laughs> um, but yeah that move is there. Um, the next movie on this list, um, probably the most boring movie I'm going to mention on my list, um, the latest film by the name of The Courier, um, with Benedict Cumberbatch, oh. um, where he is. I thought you said right. the Korea, the Korea. The, the okay. Yeah. Now, we don't make movies yet, Douglas. <laughs> that would be our series of films. Um, I kind of have to give this movie props because I, I went into this movie thinking it'd be like some, I guess, Bridge of Spies is kind of what I was expecting. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I expect when I saw that trailer. And it sort of is for like a bit, but then I realize this movie cuts itself in half and minor spoilers for people who care to watch this movie. Um, he ends up in prison um, and it spends a long time in the prison in, in a way I didn't expect from this movie. Um, but on the whole, this movie is just average to probably not that great. Um, he, he goes to Russia. He makes a friend. They are, they are quote unquote spies, but it's like, sure. Um, and you can live without this one. <laughs> Don't really want to talk about it too much. Um, moving down the list, um, the next movie on my list I want to talk about is a film by the name of A Taxi Driver. Um, it is a film from Korea from 2017 with Sang Kang Ho. No, it is not your movie, Douglas. Um, <laughs> um, it is about uh, Sang Kang Ho um, plays a taxi driver. Um, and he, one day he gets he gets a fare from a journalist who wants it's the movie is set in the eighties um, from a journalist who wants to go to a certain a town in Korea um, where apparently um, bad things are happening but no one's talking about and he basically takes him to the town and bad things are happening. The movie is one of these like based on true story dramas, which is why I know it's not a Douglas movie. Um, in which it is, it starts out in a vein of a movie in which bad things are happening, but you expect like San Kang Ho to be this trickster gentleman who like gets things done as we get along to the bad things that are happening movie. But then by the time the movie wraps up, it is part um, a happy, happy story, 
of like how these people got this news story out um and also part um bad things are happening and people shouldn't do bad things um one of those times in korea when towns were cut off from communication and people were murdered because they thought they were communists um and stuff like that the the movie is actually a pretty good movie like i didn't expect i didn't expect it in this style um but it was one of these movies i watched because it's it's we always talk about movies from korea but we are very specific in our korean movie watching that is correct um and i was like let me watch a korean movie that isn't a revenge movie um and because there are there are a lot of supposedly good movies from korea that are not those movies you can't you don't have any evidence to support that claim <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could argue Bon Joon Ho has some movies that don't involve revenge, but I mean, he's like a special case. Yeah. He's an ex- um, he got an exemption. I'm sure if you look Moving hard enough, you'll see the revenge in, in those movies. <laughs> <laughs> Moving down the list, the next movie I want to talk about is a film by the name of Black Orpheus. And yes, it is Orpheus with black people. Um, <laughs> it is the story of Orpheus told in Brazil. Oh, um, okay. right. <laughs> uh, if it was um, from America, is... I'd have just gone. I don't know what is happening anymore. No, no, okay. you would know exactly what's happening, and it probably would have been made in the sixties. This was made in 1959. You almost got there. Right? Um, it's set in Brazil. It is made by Brazilians. It is oh. a wonderful movie. It is a wonderful movie. It is it is the story of Orpheus, but told through carnival, basically. Um, like the dancing, the colors, the music, the the characters. Like, like we talked about Orpheus way back on this podcast. We talked yes, about the Max Ophel's Orpheus movie. And I think we all had great things to say about that movie. I like that movie. This movie is more of that movie. And set in Carnival is like a wonderful setting for this story. Um, I loved every minute of this movie. It is incredible. It is probably one of the most beautiful movies. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And Douglas will never watch it. Um, <laughs> so the last movie I'm going to talk about, this is a movie for us all to watch. And I assume Damien has seen this movie. We'll see if I, if I catch him or not. Okay. Um, right. I need to just look this up for one second, just to like get the year. Um, right. So the year is 1988, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Hong Kong makes movies, Right. Hong Kong makes movies with Chow Yun-fat in it. Yes. Right? But we haven't yet gone to the John Woo stage. There is a movie by the name of Tiger on the Beat in 1988. Damien, have you ever heard of this movie? Never heard of this madness. You're making up movies. Um, (laughs) Chow Yun-fat is a police officer. Um, Of course he is. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Of course he is. Um, And he is... He is paired up with a young partner who is basically super cop, right? And they are be- they're just running around solving crimes. It is a comedy action movie in which the movie starts with Chow Yun-fat peeing his pants because the super cop is, like, taking him hostage, right? And he doesn't know he's a police officer. 
Um, there is a scene in which Chow Yun Fat wakes up in a woman's bed um, and says to the woman, the, the woman he finds out is married and the husband is at the door. He then stages a scene in which he is saving the woman's life from death as the husband walks in so as to let himself out the door without too many questions, right? So that he will be happy that the wife has been saved rather right. than questioning who is this what? man. Why is there this a is strange a, man? This is a ridiculous, stupid, comedic, nonsense movie and it is kind of perfect in its badness. Um, and it also has all of the action. There's a point in this movie where Chow Yun-Fat has a shotgun and he takes a rope to that shotgun and throws out the shotgun like he's he's behind mm-hmm. cover right. and there's a window next to him. He throws out the shotgun with the rope and then and it pulls the trigger when the, when the rope gets taut. I yeah. feel like I've seen that scene somewhere before. Because I use that gif on the yeah. internet. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it is ridiculous. It is insane. And this is probably my favorite discovery of the last two weeks. Right? Chow Yun Fat, Tiger on the Beat. Go watch this movie. Tiger on that beat. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what yeah. I've been watching. I also started watching Yasuke on um, Netflix, um, and I didn't know Mappa could be that bad. Um, I started watching Invincible, and it's weird because I start I watch that show, and for forty minutes I'm like, "Why am I watching this show?" And then it does edgy comic book shit, and I'm like, "Ooh, I should watch the next episode." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, then you see, you get to watch is a, is a crazy man. At least you get to watch them back uh, to back to back. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you should watch. Yeah. Definitely a show like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been watching. Um, and I started playing Resident Evil Village yesterday. So we'll see how that goes. Village. I wish I enjoyed um, horror video games more. But I just don't. Because <laughs> um, they had that section in The Last of Us um, where you went down uh, into that uh, hospital that was like the, the center of the infection and they had like the Rat King thing and I was not, I was not amused. <laughs> so... Uh, I think what? the game that got me into horror video games was The Evil Within. Like, it was a game that I didn't plan to play. I didn't think I'd like it, but then it was on, like, a Steam sale or something, and I tried it, and I really got into it. And I continue to be fascinated by how much, um, how many games where every once in a while i'm like i don't I, I remember when like we were in high school and of course the playstation versus xbox thing um sony versus nintendo versus microsoft was a bigger fight for us all um right. how i would always fall on the side of i want to be in the japanese game conversation Tonight we're living for. Tonight we'll make the prettiest song that no one will ever hear. No one will ever. 
quickly.